This episode may contain language or discussions that may be offensive or triggering. Refer to the episode summary for details. Welcome to the She Confidential Podcast. My name is Charlene Ketchum, and today I'm talking about entrepreneurship and self-care with Ms. Charlotte Lewis, and she's an owner of founder of Center Me. And oh, oh my goodness, you have such an interesting background as an entrepreneur. Can you give us a, a snapshot of your career? Uh, yes, as an entrepreneur, um, I started out with my hair care company, Queen's Magic Hair, in 2017. It was just this side hustle as I was a full-time employee in the financial industry. And um, my hair care business was just my way of uh, sharing what self-care was for me at that time. Um, for the natural hair community. And then once, uh, right before the pandemic happened, I lost my job in the financial industry and was forced to have to, um, well, because I couldn't find a job to replace it, I was positioned to have to build Queen's Magic Hair from a side hustle to a full-time business. And so in 2020, that was my first year full-time as an entrepreneur. And um, it was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. It was it was very uh very it was it was exciting, but it was very tough at the same time because, you know, it wasn't this transition into entrepreneurship. I was kind of just dumped into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so um so I ended up um I did pretty well my first year. I started building up like wholesale partnerships with salons. I uh, created distributor partnerships, one with uh, We Buy Black in Atlanta, and uh, things were looking pretty good by the end of the year. And so uh, that's when, by the end of the year, and so December happened. We were, we were. I had just set my first uh, ten thousand dollar month goal. Um, that was that was supposed to happen in December of twenty twenty, and uh, and then I broke my ankle. And so when I broke my ankle, being in a one woman show, I was creating those products myself. I built those products and labeling them, bottling everything that was going on in the back end was all done by me. And my son at the time was probably six or six or seven. And and so I had to shut everything down. I couldn't walk anymore. So, um, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't able to make any uh, products. I wasn't able to take, you know, take them to the post office or anything. And so um, during that time, my journey, and I'm just going to keep it about entrepreneurship. My journey had taken this um, abrupt pause. And so I was really, you know, thinking during this time, like, you know, what do I really want to do with my life? You know, what do I want to do? Um, I, I realized that, you know, I, I really wasn't happy. And even though I was, you know, getting to the point where I was making this money, um, I, I really wasn't happy. And so when I came back to um, opening up the business again, when I started being able to walk and make the products again, I uh, I wanted it to I wanted it to have more of an impact. And that's when I started incorporating self-care, more of self-care into the business and and I was just trying really hard in 2021 <laughs> to merge these concepts of hair care and self-care and really just be this hair care company that promoted self-care best practices for Black women. And um, and eventually, I got to the point where I found more enthusiasm, more enjoyment, more excitement in promoting self-care uh, best practices that I decided that that's what I wanted to do full-time. That's what I wanted to do full-time. So by the time 2022 got here, I had made the decision that I was going to close Queen's Magic Hair Down uh, to focus primarily on what was then our Center Me Club and uh, and expand it into what you, know, what you know it is today is Center Me Personal Development Services for ambitious Black women. And so that's how we got from <laughs> uh, point A uh, to point B thus far in my entrepreneurship uh, journey. Hmm. And so how were you able to just pivot like that? 
you know, especially a lot of people I think will do, will learn a lot from your experience, especially during these times, because, you know, people are calling it the great recession or just the great revelation and recognition that they're not happy, they're not fulfilled, (laughs) they're not being paid what they're worth. But a lot of people don't know what, you know, what to do, how to pivot and be able to do that. And so you already had your hair care products and business as a side hustle, but you, for those who may not have anything else on the side and they're thinking about, I'm in this job, I'm not happy with this job. How, how, what lessons did you learn from your experience in pivoting professionally that might help them? Um, so one of the things that really made me really help push me into making that pivot was making just, just being all in with myself, being all in with myself and just being able to go ahead and, you know, give that sold out. Yes. To what I knew was making me happy. And, um, and, and, and you, you're going to learn so much about yourself when you decide to trust yourself in that way. Uh, it's not an easy process, but it's one that will definitely encourage expansion for sure. And so um, my advice is to really map out what it looks like for you to be in a place where you're doing what feels right. Uh, you're doing what speaks to your spirit, what's, what's really helping you to um, operate at your highest self. Uh, something that you can feel an enormous amount of enthusiasm doing. And so when you realize what that is and where you are, how that differs from where you are, start, you know, taking steps towards what that would look like, whether it be, you know, um, looking for different ways to something as small as looking for different ways to handle situations Mm -hmm. that are currently disrupting that flow uh, to full blown, you know, removing yourself from the situation that you're in and and finding something that does speak to you. Um, For me, it's hard to explain because there really wasn't a plan. I just, I just jumped right in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't want to, I don't want to give advice like that. I feel like that would be irresponsible for people who, you know, are not ready to who does who who are not familiar with what it what it's really like to trust yourself in that yeah. way um because a lot of people need security mm-hmm. you know i have two kids you would think that that's something that i would have been really thinking about but for me it was the most important thing was to be doing what made me happy and what fulfilled me and i knew that in doing that i had to do whatever right. it took I had to make sure that i was committing in that way but if you're in a in a if you're in a position that's providing livelihood and you know and security, um, and you are not being fulfilled, then I feel like it would be a best it would be the best route to plan out what that would look like. You know where where do you want to be? What does that look like? And really get it down to the details, mm-hmm. down to the details. Like you know, how do you feel when you get up in the morning and this is what you're about to start yeah. doing? You know what what do you feel like? And then start doing those things start being yeah. that and you'll start finding opportunities or start flowing to you easily you'll start seeing things in a different perspective that are really going to help open you up to realizing that you know you it's already yeah. in you so the only thing that you have to do is create systems and habits that are going to help bring it out of you and so um you, you know it's, it's a way that you have to challenge yourself uh to trust yourself in order to get to where you want to be so uh, the pivot was really me <laughs> betting on me in a way that I have never before. How did you get comfortable with doing that? Was that something you naturally always were comfortable with ha- having that confidence to to bet on you and believe on you or what believe in you or was that like a process to getting there? You know, it's funny that you asked that because um I feel like it's always been like something natural in me to have that confidence, but what I feel like I had always been lacking up until this point was the 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 planning and the work ethic mm-hmm. that I like I always tend to underestimate the amount of work that's yeah. required. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> 
Um, I feel like, you know, the confidence thing, you know, being having the 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 willingness to bet on me has never been an okay. issue. But understanding and uh, understanding the amount of work that's required to 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 maintain yeah. that, <laughs> to, you know, is something that I feel like I have uh, recently been able to really tap into, like, you know, being able to, you know, invest in my education always, you know, I make a commitment to read every mm-hmm. single day, you know, um, I'm making sure that I am, you know, keeping my why ahead of me, you know, no matter what that mm-hmm. why is, you know, I was just saying last, uh, a couple of days ago that your why can sometimes change and that's okay. Cause that just means that you're evolving and that's okay too, as long as you're giving yourself permission to do that. And so, uh, yeah, I've always been very confident in my ability to to bet on me, but um, the cycles that I if I when I look back, if I underestimated the workload, I would you know I would just be like oh, this probably ain't for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but when you but when it's for you, yeah. when it's for you, mm-hmm. and you want it really really bad. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's going to take you from it. It doesn't matter how much the work yeah. is. There's nothing that's going to overwhelm you because you, you know, the vision is there. It's yeah. clear. And so, yeah, that was that was what was missing up until up until this point. You know what? And I appreciate you keeping real, keeping it real about that because that's a real thing. We can have the desire, the the drive to do it, but it's that follow through. It's a strategy. That's everything. Yeah. It's like in my head. Yeah. I come up with so many amazing plans. Like every day, I'll I'll have a whole social media <laughs> campaign, newsletters, and written all this stuff is in my head. But you've got to have a process for downloading it. You know, even I use the uh, the notes and recording features on my phone to record notes and send notes to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can't, if it's because it's faster to just record it <laughs> verbally versus typing it. But even I can use the notes function and create when I have different ideas and brainstorms. And then when I'm doing my regular strategy session, I can pull those things into there because you'll get ideas and you'll, you'll catch yourself. You'll have like a routine and you'll notice this ain't working for me. This ain't working for me, but you may, that may not be the (laughs) moment to revisit it and fix it or to invest in somebody. If you've got a group of people that you're meeting with to brainstorm, or if you've got a coach, like, Whenever these things come up throughout the day, jot it down, record it on your phone. And when you have those regular strategy sessions, you can go back and pull from that. And that's when you can do your, you know, your problem solving. Yeah. And I and and to 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 add to that, like for me, um, because I used to uh, procrastinate so bad uh, now, I um, I get into the habit of just uh putting everything out there anytime i come up with something and i'm like oh this is good oh that's real good i'm gonna go ahead and start you know i'm gonna start going ahead and laying down the, the uh, framework immediately mm-hmm. like you know so, sometimes that's why i can't even sleep because it's in there and i'm like oh that's too good of an idea i don't want to risk forgetting that and i'll just <laughs> like, I gotta get it out. <laughs> and so i'll just go ahead and start laying down that yeah i start laying down that framework and the next thing you know Boom! I got something else new and fresh on the website. I'm talking about something new, fresh on 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 my social media platforms, and it's just you know that's what I'm working on something right now. And so it's just like getting the habit of 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 doing, you know, because what that does is it helps you, it helps that creativity to to continue to flow th- freely through you, and and also it helps build your confidence in your execution. Yeah. So yeah, anytime you are you know thinking of things and you know you have ideas don't let them just stay ideas you know give them you know bring them to reality that's the magic of being human that's the, that's the magic of being who we are we're able to take a thought and make it something real yeah. so yeah that's the beauty <laughs> that that whole part and that whole process that's the beautiful part yeah when she, and with you juggling business and before so you had a full a nine to five and you were building a business mm-hmm. and you're a mom, like how do you find mm-hmm. harmony in all of that? Cause we always talking about how black women do all the things. And so you do all the things, <laughs> all the things, all the you time. Know, but <laughs> you're taking care of yourself cause your skin is glowing. You know, you look happy and refreshed and, enjo- and joyful. That's what you're exuding. So how are you doing 
how have you been able to do all the things and continue to do all the things and still have a glow? Okay. So, um, like I said, uh, having, doing something that, you know, you feel like there's, uh, you feel an enormous amount of enthusiasm behind is really important. And so when I, when I started Center Me, I knew that I was locked down. I knew that I was doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing. Like when I think back on from childhood, I knew this was exactly what I was supposed to be doing. So there's this enthusiasm that comes from, uh, from me when I'm, when I'm working that, you know, I can't even really describe. And so, what I what I did realize though that even though I love what I do, I still needed. I'm still working with one 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 hundred percent, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we yes, talked about you that. No, that's my whole so, thing. Um, you only got that one right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, um, I started realizing, like, okay, um. You know, it's it's great that I enjoy what I do, but it's still taking energy nonetheless. And so I made sure that um, I'm always and and let me just say this. This is my world. You know, this is my world. You know, you have your world. This is my world. So because this is my world, I'm the source. Yeah. And for my world to function the way as beautifully as I want it to, I have to take care of the yes. source. And so when I realized that making sure that I was getting my rest on a regular basis, making sure that I was um, doing things that, you know, stimulated my interest on a regular basis. And, and I love being a mother. I love being Caleb and Zola's mother. Right. And so whenever they um, whenever they're home, I made sure that, you know, I had I started pulling like a hard stop with my work so that their time is mm -hmm. their time. And. And I even wanted to be more intentional about how we spent time together from, you know, cooking together, going on mm -hmm. walks together, going to the lake together, doing simple things together, playing with their toys, coloring together, painting together, and just doing things that um, just allowed us to build a deeper bond. And so when, and I, and, and I communicate so well with my kids too. Like I, I communicate with them. Being a single parent is so important that we communicate with them because sometimes we underestimate their ability to understand what we're, what we're doing, what we're going through, but they are so smart. They're humans, you know? And so um, kid doesn't mean dumb, right. you know, <laughs> like kid doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't understand. And so I, um I, I have regular you know, real conversations with my children and let them know like, hey, I know that sometimes you're going to feel like you're not getting the attention that mm -hmm. you want, but always know that you're going to get it. You know what I mean? Like you may not get as much as you want, but you're always going to get it. And so like my, um, my son, you know, his transition from being the only child to being a big brother, um, you know, was something that we had to do really delicately too, because he's used to having all of the attention. And, and so it was, a me learning how to communicate with him was one of the biggest things that helped our relationship because now he's, you know, he says things that are just so incredible, like, uh, because having kids, like sometimes you just, you can't even be in the bathroom by yourself. Like <laughs> they in there. And you know, some like now because I've because I've built this relationship with him where we're communicating, like really communicating. Like he'll say things like, Come on, Zola, mommy needs her privacy. This is the bathroom, Aww. remember? And it's just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like to hear them say things like that. My daughter, she'll even though she's <laughs> Sometimes I feel like she abuses it a little bit. She'll be like, Brabant's not respecting my boundaries. <laughs> but really what she's saying is, um, I took something from uh -oh. him and I don't want to give it back. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey. so she's she's very smart. But um, I say all that to say, like, communication with my babies helps our relationship yeah. thrive. And just knowing where I am, you know, whether that be like, cause I, I picked up on the symptoms that come up whenever I know that I'm, I'm running on yeah. E or close to it. So my focus is going to start, um, going off. I'm, I'm going to start getting restless. I'm going to start feeling anxious. And these are the, these are my telltale signs mm -hmm. that, okay, you need rest. Yeah. 
okay, you need to tap back into mm-hmm. what is filling you up, pouring back into yourself. You need to start tapping into what inspires you. And so anytime that I ever feel like, and I try to keep it so that I don't experience those symptoms, but you know, we're human, right? So, but when anytime I start losing that sharpness, I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah, I need a break. I need to make sure that I'm, you know, pouring back into myself and making sure that I'm, you know, at a hundred. <laughs> It reminds me of how we say we're too blessed to be stressed and all those other things because we can't acknowledge I'm not fine. I'm not feeling good. And that's that's part of being human. But being able to be connected with your body, like I really liked that you said that you have you know your symptoms. I wrote underline that your symptoms and signs of when you're not getting enough rest. And that had to come from you paying attention to your body and knowing, okay, when I know I'm not sleeping good, this is how I'm going to feel. You know, I might have these cravings and all of those things. And so I I know this wasn't part of one of our planned questions, but how did you, how do you stay connected with your body like that and be able to maintain that mindfulness to stay ahead of when your body needs something? Yeah. So, I mean, you said I, I pay attention um, because I always uh, give myself time for stillness. Mm-hmm. You know, I wake up with I, I wake up with um, self-reflection and analysis and then I go into meditation. See, my biggest thing is you can't really know what inner peace and stillness feels like if you're not making time for that regularly mm. so you i increase the sensitivity that i have for things that are not in alignment with my self-love environment both internally and externally so that i can pick up on that when things are not you know operating accordingly you know and so mm. um yeah i start every every morning like that you know i go for walks and I just, I pay attention, you know, and I always ask questions, you know, sometimes when we are um, just going about the day and just doing, 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 we're not questioning, you know, the why and why we respond to things. Why are we reacting the certain way that we are reacting? Um, I ask questions, you know, I ask those, I ask myself questions. Why did I respond that way? Why am I irritated right now? Why do I feel that? You know, like I ask because I want to know. And it's just like my goal is to always be connected with myself. And how do you build a relationship with anybody? You ask questions, you know. And for me, (laughs) when um, my bed, I'm just going to use this for example. So my bed, I bought this bed maybe like three or four years ago. I was very upset about this, but the bed started indenting. And so I, I started um, experiencing like this really crazy fatigue a few months ago where I was, I was like, why am I so tired? I don't ever get tired in the midday like this. It to the point where I was having to take naps regularly throughout the day. Like, well, I mean, not daily um, just to keep up with myself. And I was experiencing headaches and I was just like, man, something's not right. I went to the doctor and, and I started sleeping on a couch. (laughs) So you knew that was my bed. Yeah. Well, I knew that the bed, I wasn't getting sufficient sleep in the bed, but what I didn't make, I didn't put two and two together and realized that the reason why I was experiencing fatigue and headaches was because of the lack of sufficient sleep. (laughs) And so when I went to the doctor, she helped me put those two together. And I was just like, Oh man. So like quality of sleep is really important, huh? (laughs) It's not just that you're getting sleep. It's the quality of your sleep that's important. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I got me a new bed and everything. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> for me, <laughs> like, and I was just, I was just serious. I had never visited so many mattress, be- you know, mattress stores in my life. Like, I, I made, I made sure because I didn't, I didn't realize how much of an impact mm-hmm. that that was going to lead to of yeah. not being able to rest, you know, well in your bed. You know, and it's not any better on a couch. Let me just say that. So, 
you know, when I started experiencing those headaches and mm-hmm. neck problems, and I was just like, man, this is this thing is throwing me off my mojo. Yeah. Like, because like I said, I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But I know that there's a certain level that I'm that I know that I'm used to giving it, and mm-hmm. that's not happening. What's going on? So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, asking those questions, you have to know. You just have to have a, a sense of who you are. And the only way that you can do that is by asking yourself questions. You know, it's not. And, and let me just be clear here. I don't ever question the who of I am. I only question the why, hmm. you know, so I'm never going to question who I am. But I will ask why I will ask hmm. questions. Why? Why did I respond this way? Why did I react this way? Why do I feel this way? Hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm never going to question who I am. Yeah. Because I know who I am. Yes. I just got to okay. figure out why I'm, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <Yes. laughs> and that that's where you can make the changes. You know what I mean? When you yeah. ask the why, that's where you can make the changes of the who. Because we are, we are also in this position where we are uh, able to design ourselves. We can design ourselves. And so um, when you tap into that, when you understand that, um, that's just another another way that you're getting deeper connected with yourself. Like when you know that you can change things about yourself, like as long as you just give yourself permission to expand in that way, you can do that. So, you know, to answer your question in short, I, I always to make time for self-reflection and analysis. I um, always make time for stillness so that I am, you know, right there with my body in the present. And I always, you know, ask those questions. Why? You know, why? I'm always, always wondering, especially if it's like I said, if it's outside of my self-love environment, my self-love language, if I'm saying things that I, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't even, why why did I say that? Um, If it's not in, you know, adherence to my self-love vision, I'm asking questions (laughs) because this is, this is what I want. If this is not, adhering to that if it's not contributing to that then why you know what was it that triggered me what was it that influenced me mm-hmm. how do i make those changes so that this doesn't trigger me or influence me anymore yeah you know yeah. so yes you know that's that's how i stay connected as you were describing like your process I heard this song, so I'm listening to you, but then I also heard this song in my head, Solange, Solange's Cranes in the Sky. And in the oh. song, she talks about, I tried to drink it away. I tried to sex it away. I tried to work it away. And as you talked about your awareness and your ability to make carve out time to and, and just your consistency, because sometimes we can do things and we'll say, well, I don't have time for that or I can't do that. But you being intentional and saying, I'm going to carve out time for stillness. It might be uncomfortable, but I'm a carve out time to sit with myself so that I know what is it that I'm trying to avoid? What is it that's that's making this uncertainty, that's disturbing me, that's making me restless? Because see, we mm-hmm. do that stuff that Solange talked about in the song. We work it away. We drink it away. We sex it away. We exercise it away. We eat it away. We do a lot of things to avoid stillness. Yep. But that stillness is what allows you to be able to be in a career And for a lot of people, when they may have had a job situation, whether they had to resign or whatever the situation was, a lot of people will just sit, you know, that's when they're paralyzed because they're not used to. That's what fear will do to you. That's what fear will do, especially when you don't know yourself. Yep. Because you're like, what do I do? Did I deserve this? Did I warrant this? Can I bounce back from this? But when you know yourself, like you said, you have that confidence. So you already know, you know what? I can come back from this. This ain't nothing. And you also are able to sit with yourself and figure out what do I want to do next instead of making an impulsive move. So I like oh, how you connect, how it's all connected. Like, Because a lot of people will see the business success and they don't realize there is a lot of inner work that you're doing to achieve that business success. You wouldn't be able to show up like that if you weren't doing the work on yourself. Right. I love what you said about like one of one of the one of the best questions that I've ever asked myself was what am I avoiding? You know, you know, because I told you I used to be a big time procrastinator. 
Like I, I catch and and see that's the thing. Like it's and I, I remember telling a good friend this one time. I said, I, you know, I don't know if it's ever going to get to the point where I don't have to fight fear, but I know that I am going to make the commitment to do it every single day. Yes, you know what I mean. And so, I, and I say that to say, like, mm-hmm. there are challenges that I face regularly. Yeah, but I I have this understanding that whatever the challenge may be, I'm bigger. Yeah. And so, you know, I, uh, yeah, I catch myself even when it's like time to get some work done. If I pick up my phone, I'm like, ah, and I'll put it back down and <laughs> start back working. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's just having that self-awareness, like you said. And, um, and, and, but that's one of the biggest questions for me, you know, what am I avoiding? And, um, and I and I want to be transparent too. Center <laughs> uh, me is still very new uh, yeah. in terms of, of business, uh, you know, growth and, and and things of that nature. Um, but I will say that I have this confidence that we talked about confidence before. But I just want to make this differentiation because this is something that I. Um, talked about um, my personal journey and and center me was knowing the difference between confidence and arrogance. And I feel like in large, (laughs) I used to experience a great deal of arrogance. Whereas what I have gone through with, you know, building up a new, a a new business from scratch has really positioned me to know what the difference between arrogance and confidence is. And so right now, what I can say confidently is that I possess confidence. However, um, confidence, you know, when you when you're arrogant and nope, and people don't like to they don't want to identify with arrogance because right. of the negative connotation. However, you know, when you know the difference, <clears throat> when you know the difference, you know, when you're confident, you you just don't have you don't you don't worry when you're confident. You don't worry. And I have experienced some things <laughs> where last year I would have been worried. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, I've, I've come to realize that worry is a useless state. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, there's nothing productive that can come from worry at all. Nothing productive, positive or anything. And so uh, when you are, connecting with who you are, that's where you start building up real confidence. I'm not talking yeah. about when things are going well, you're, it's easy to be happy and to, and to have this, you know, something to feel good about. But when things are not going as it, as you have planned them to, and they're not, you yeah. know, you know what I mean? When it's, yeah. when you're, when you're in the trenches, when you're still able to show up and know who you are, that's confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that comes from having that faith in yourself because like, you know, I appreciate it. You you kept it real. Like just because you're confident doesn't mean life ain't going to be life in like shit. You know, I mean, just look at life, like all these people who are amazingly confident doing a thing and then COVID happened. You know, you had celebrities and entertainers, these people that we look at, they've got millions of dollars and they're struggling. They've got these long careers, but COVID happened. They couldn't tour, you know, deals, movies and things that they were supposed to film. All those things were put on hold indefinitely. And people's lives weren't built for it to be put on hold like that all of a sudden. A lot of people, you know, lost economically, lost some things that it's, it's going to take a long time for them to, to build back up. And so if you are a person who didn't believe in what you were doing, Okay. So say you just started your business. You got a, you're you know, you're a small business owner or you just started, you just got into entrepreneurship and we have this pandemic. Now the pandemic is somewhat over, I guess. But we're <laughs> headed towards what looks like a recession. Again, if you are not moving in your purpose and and having faith in yourself, all of this stuff that's part of life. I mean, granted these aren't normal things. Right. This is this is some extra stuff. This is uh, what you would extra. call new new. <laughs> yeah, this is like, yeah, it's this is just 
a bad, bad, bad recipe of things happening. But if you don't believe in yourself, you're going to fold. You're going to fold yes. real fast. Yes. And, and there's a yes. difference, I think, in pressing pause and falling back versus stopping because you don't believe in yourself. And being confident doesn't mean that you're not going to have some doubts. You're going to wake up some days and be like, I still didn't get any new clients. I still only sold $5 and that was from my auntie. You know, you're going to have these thoughts. That doesn't mean right. you going to have those thoughts. But when you have faith in yourself, when you know yourself, when you're sitting in stillness and you meditate and ask those questions why, and when you meditate on the response that you get, because it may be uncomfortable, it may not be what you want. And you're trying mm -hmm. to figure out how I'm going to be obedient to this. When mm -hmm. you are learning how to meditate on that and be still in that, that's what gives you the faith to maintain that confidence, even when you have doubts. Because yeah. it's going to happen. And I think the biggest thing to, to keep in mind when you're dealing with um, turbulence in your life is everything external is temporary. Yes everything 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 one yeah. of the best one of the one of the um most influential quotes that i live by is from uh, lao tzu <clears throat> and it's from the Tao Te ching and it's and he says that benefit comes from what's there usefulness comes from what's not there and that always makes me realize like, you know, life isn't, <laughs> life isn't the teacher, death is. And so when you realize the, the temporary nature of things, you'll spend less time really dwelling on things that are not serving you. You, you know what I mean? Like you'll spend, I mean, think about that, you know, death is the real teacher here. Are we, are we going to spend time and energy on what is really temporary this 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 situation that you're going through it's temporary no matter how devastating it is no matter how yeah. amazing it is yeah <laughs> it is temporary yeah so allow continue to allow things to flow through you and and stay course stay course stay connected with yourself because everything external, that's why we age. Everything external is temporary. <laughs> yeah. But what is within you is eternal. Yeah. You know. I think that's the struggle so many people have. I mean, for one thing, so many people are so spiritually disconnected. And when I talk about being spiritually disconnected, I'm not talking about religious things, but just right. disconnected from themselves. And that's, you know, that's how this life is set up. When we're busy and we're trying to secure the bag, maintain a certain lifestyle in real life with our families and at work and in the social media world, because that's that's a whole nother illusion that people have to push through and over. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a lot. It's so easy to get disconnected. And so you have to, you really have to, you have to be intentional. And some days you're going to have to fight. Okay. <laughs> like the battle, I don't want people to think is ever a time, a season where you you get there. Everything is like you don't have these battles with fear. You You're don't just have being these... prepared yeah, for the next. <laughs> You're being prepared. Let's let, yeah. You're being prepared. Like yes. uh, I used to have a fear of wealth, and uh, I know that that sounds weird, but I used I used to fear uh, success. Yeah, because I and I think it was I, I, honestly, I believe that it's because during that time I wasn't as connected with myself as I am now. Mm -hmm. So I thought that success meant, you know, a change in me that maybe I didn't want to realize. Yeah. And and then and then also I had never really experienced success in the way that I had envisioned it before. So sometimes it's just the idea of change. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when I realized, I'm like, okay, so that's what you, that's what you were afraid of. You know that that's not going to happen because you are connected with yourself. You know who you are. Um, so let's move forward accordingly and 
whenever we are presented with any, you know, challenge or, you know, situation or circumstance that may not be in alignment, handle yourself accordingly, you know, just stay connected. That's, that's the biggest thing. Like when I started, you know, when I talked about the workload, when I started realizing that what was required of me was more than what I thought it was, I said, okay, I recognized my workload is going to increase the pace, my pace. I'm picking up pace. Yeah. This is a new pace. This is a new frequency that I'm operating on right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, and as I continue to elevate and evolve, there's going to be a new frequency with new challenges. There's going to be a new frequency with new opportunities. Yes. But at the end of the day, you know, just stay connected with who you are. Allow yourself to continue to evolve open yourself up to those those new challenges, open yourself up to those new opportunities. Because, you know, that's, you know, that's the yin and the yang. You can't have one without the other. So just prepare yourself to just continue to be connected so that you can continue to get what you came for. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes. You know? <laughs> yes. It's so, your harvest. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> And I know you work with people on overcoming imposter syndrome and cultivating confidence and and creating these routines and rituals that support their goals and center me. So can you talk a a bit about your programs and and everything that you're doing with Center Me? Yes. So, okay. So it was a, okay. So, so right now Center Me is the number one personal development resource for ambitious black women worldwide. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all yes. heard it first here. <laughs> but um, we have, there's just so many ways to, you know, tap into personal development and self-care when you're connected with Center Me because we show up, right? So every Friday we release a new uh, podcast episode. So we're going to be talking about different personal development topics. Every Saturday we meet on Clubhouse to have a self-care check-in. So we're going to be talking about, you know, um, different things that can help you throughout the week, you know, and really just help you in your journey to self-care and personal development. On Sunday, we release our newsletter, our weekly newsletter. Every uh, Wednesday, starting this week, we're going to be doing a how are you feeling uh, exercise on our uh, members group. So if you're a member of Center Me, the website, then you get to tap into those how are you feeling discussions. And that's going to give you more, because you remember when we were talking about how people say, you know, I'm fine when you ask them, you know, how they're doing. Like, this is my way of, you know, really helping you to expand, not in just your vocabulary and connecting with, you know, uh, different words that help to describe what it is that you're feeling. But this practice helps bring your internal reality, your internal space to life. It makes it more real. So that makes, that means that you're existing in something that's more real for you. So it's a really healthy exercise that I wanted to start doing uh, every Wednesday for our group, our website members. Um, And then we have a refresh and reconnect event every month. So during this event, we're doing, we're doing like light group coaching on personal development. And so we give, yeah, so we give our members, attendees, uh, an opportunity to talk about um, some frustrations that they're experiencing. And as a group, we, t- we, we help them in working, you know, to it towards a solution. And then we make time to celebrate ourselves during these events. We make time to, you know, really receive all of the love that Center Me has um, for ambitious Black women. And so those are some, and they're private events. So I'm really excited about the opportunity to take those from online to in-person here soon. So the one in August is going to be the last um, online uh, only private event. Whereas um, moving forward in September, we're going to have an online and in-person group uh, session. And so we're really excited about those refresh and reconnect events. And as far as our coaching, so we have our coffee and coaching uh, one hour power session where you get to choose uh, whether or not you want to, whether you want to focus on your self-love environment, your self-love language, or your self-love vision. Um, so we just, you, you get together with me, we sit down and we talk about uh, what's going on right now currently and where you want to be. And we, we pick 
one particular focus for this for this one you know power hour session where you know you you come to me with a one particular frustration regarding one of these three uh, areas of personal development, and then we go over it together. We you know come up you know come up with an action plan, and then we you know move forward. Hopefully you know you'll either you know find success or want to come back and have another <laughs> another session. Um, but we also have our six week. Uh, coaching uh, experience, which is our Center Me Sis uh, signature coaching experience, which is a six-week program where we uh, help you in laying down the foundation of all three of our personal development uh, elements, which is the, your self-love environment, your self-love language, and your self-love vision. So during these six weeks, I'm going to help you in mastering up, finding that 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 foundation that's going to help you personally uh, achieve a thriving self-love environment, speak your self-love language, and really start to connect with your self-love vision. And what we are coming, uh, we're, I'm about to release are three of the three programs that are going to be kind of like in between the coffee and coaching se coaching session and the center me sis signature coaching experience so we went from an hour to six weeks and i was just like you know what i think we should do some you know programs that are kind of in between and so we have uh, what's coming and it's not even on the website yet so you are hearing this first oh my <laughs> you goodness. and my mama <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, the three programs that I'm going to be releasing here soon, one is the the dream. It's called the dream, the D-R-E-A-E-D-R-E-A-M, uh, dare to rule everything around me. This is going to be a two week coaching opportunity for you to focus on building up your self-love environment. Okay. Then we have your uh, talk that talk program. So talk that talk, T-A-L-K, to articulate with love and knowing. This is going to be the two-week program that's going to focus on your self-love language. And then the last one is from survive to thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, the human right to innovate, be victorious, and evolve. And this is going to be the two-week program that's going to help you in connecting with your self-love vision. And so these are the three new programs that we're going to be releasing at Center Me, uh, three new coaching programs. And so we're going to have the coffee and coaching, the dream, talk that talk, so from survive to thrive, and our Center Me Sis signature coaching experience. These are all coaching programs that are going to be available at centerme.com uh, to help you in thriving on your personal development and self-care journey. That is incredible. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is incredible. Wow. I'm just, I really want, uh, and, and, and gosh, the, the thing is uh, with these programs, you know, uh, absent, you know, of the, the coach, the coffee and coaching session, you know, the other programs, they all include, you know, journal prompts, you know, uh, center me meditation and reflection sessions, one-on-one uh, -on -one private coaching sessions. Um, you, and in our, in our uh, center me sis signature coaching program, you get a free t-shirt, you uh, get the opportunity to get your little graduation certificate. Um, but we're, we're, there's so I'm trying to think of all of the other things that we put in there. Um, and then I want you to also uh, connect with us in every other, you know, free avenue that we have. So even, the, even though you are in one of our coaching programs, I still want you to benefit from, you know, what are your, what are your takeaways from the podcast? You know, were you, what did you, what did you get from our Saturday uh, self-care check-in? What's, what are you, how are you feeling, you know, midweek, you know, these participate in these, because when you, when you tap into and connect with our community, you're growing by default, because even like, even if you're not in our programs, we show up, we show yeah. up, you know, Wednesday, mm -hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're getting center me, you're getting something, you're going to learn something just by yeah. associating, you know? And so eventually you're going to want this work. You're going to, you're going to want to get into these coaching programs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, and the reason why I always say ambitious black women is because I just, I, that's the thing. I, I want you to know that it's work, you know, yes. I want to work. I want to work with women who, who, who want it. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who want it? Yeah. And I, I actually go to, I actually have a, a few clients at a recovery home. And when I tell you, like, they inspire me, like nobody's mm-hmm. business, like they want it, you know? And, and, and for me, that, that really fuels me. They don't need, I don't even know they know this, but it fuels me to want to mm-hmm. show up for them. Like, I don't take this lightly. Like when you, when you're saying that you're a coach, like you, you have to invest. Like I said, I invest in myself. You know, I read every single day. Like I'm, I'm a student of this game, so I don't take it lightly. You're this is this is this is someone's life. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is someone's life. You can't, and so there's you. You can't come at it half-assed, and you can't come at it um, mm-hmm. thinking that you know everything either. But you do have to be able to really inspire and teach at a level that meets them where they are. And so for me, um, I've all, I grew up being very loquacious. I just talk all the time. I just, I'm, you know, I was just a talker. Okay. But when I became a coach, one of the first things, one of the first lessons that I learned to be an effective coach was to be able to listen intently, mm-hmm. just listen as much as I possibly can. That's where I can help you listening. And so, um, so yeah, this, this journey, when I say this is, this is me, this is where I'm supposed to be. There's, there, there is nowhere else I want to be. This one lady, I was uh, on her live and she asked me, <laughs> she was like, why, why do you like this? I, was like, I don't like this. This is who I am. This is, mm. this is, I couldn't, a difference. you know what I mean? Like, this is not mm-hmm. something that I like to do. This is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is who yeah. I am. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. you know, I, I ran from this, you know, when I tried to do it on the side with hair care and try to <laughs> try to merge it. Cause you know, the hair care was bringing in the money and I didn't, right. at the time, I didn't know how I was going to inspire and, and teach mm-hmm and get yeah. paid and so because yes. i couldn't make that that you know connection yeah. i was like no nah, that's that's not me right now <laughs> but um but when i started feeling myself come alive i i was just like all right well i'm gonna have to i'm i'm gonna have to make a way i'm gonna have to do something but this is it this is it so how did you manage so for a lot of people who want to start small businesses or become entrepreneurs the money a lot of mm-hmm. times is the obstacle. So a lot yeah. of people say, I can't afford to leave this job or I can't afford to start this business. So do you have any tips or ideas for people who might be in those situations who want to start a side hustle or who want to be a full-time entrepreneur, but they, they don't know how to make the money work? Um, yeah. So first and foremost, know that this is what you want. <laughs> Know that this is what you want because when you start looking for capital and applying for grants, there's so much opportunity out there to get funding for your business. I mean, and I know that there are a lot of obstacles and it is, um, you know, when it comes to going to banks, you know, traditional business loans and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I typically I go for grant funding. You know, I, I go for grant funding mm-hmm. and one of the pitch competitions and things of that nature. Um, but one of the things that I found that has made me successful in that is being able to effectively communicate what it is that I'm trying to do with my business. You know, what, what solution am I, am I, you know, what problem am I providing a solution for and be able to communicate that with, 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 with as much passion and dedication and commitment as possible. And so, you know, um, it, it's work. You know, you got to get out there and you have to keep your eyes peeled for opportunities. That means networking. That means, you know, building relationships. Because one of the things that I um, tell some of my friends who are also uh, entrepreneurs is that um, being able to build a network around you of people who uh, who are uh, invested and believe in your vision is, is basically giving your, it's, it's expanding your awareness. So it's not just me looking for opportunities for my business. It's my coach who oper- you know, who's looking for opportunities for my business. It's my mentor who's looking for opportunities for my business. And so, you know, know that this is what you want because it's going to require that at some point, you know, you have to be comfortable doing it for free because that's, I mean, you got to start somewhere. 
And yeah. so know that it's what you want for sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, for me, um, I have been, uh, oh my goodness, I, I applied to so many different uh, applications on a regular basis for grant funding to find capital. Uh, I recently got into the um, Cornell Women's Business, uh, Women's Entrepreneurship Cert uh, Certificate Program. And so even in that program, uh, one of the classes was funding your venture, right? And while I was learning about different ways to fund my, my business, one of them was one of them that, you know, piqued my interest was uh, venture capitalists and um, venture capital. And uh, one of the <laughs> all of the videos up there where these, these you know, white girls were talking about, um, you know, how they had these, you know, family support and, you know, connections and things of that yeah. nature, they daddies and things of that, even, you know, it was really typical. And yeah. I was just like, I'm not connecting with this at all. And I remember feeling, I remember feeling like, okay, is this going to work? Because yeah. they're talking about getting funding from spaces. I know I can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so there is this video that comes up with this, um, this woman, her name is Shyla Burney. And she's a black woman and she's like talking about how, you know, as a, you know, as a, a minority business owner, we typically can't leverage our network in that way. And she was just talking about how mentor, we mentoring ourselves to death because we're not, our mentors are not ex helping to expand our networks. And I was just like, I'm, I'm plugged into sis, right? I'm like, okay, I'm connected. Like I know what she's yeah. talking about. And so what I did was I connected with her on LinkedIn. I don't even know when she recorded this video for this, this, this class. Oh, wow. I don't know what, what happened. All I know is I need, because she's speaking my language. She knows what I'm going through. <laughs> I want to talk to her. And so I uh, reached out I reached out to her oh, on LinkedIn right. and we set up a meeting. We have a meeting uh, in August. And so yeah, I for me it's I'm I'm going to shoot my shot every every single time. I'm going to plug into these um, you know, these uh different uh whether it be Hello Alice, whether it be New Voices Editor, these different places mm -hmm. that'll send you grant opportunities on a regular basis. Anytime something new comes, I know about it. That's why whenever mm -hmm. my coaches would ask me, oh, I'm going to send you this new grant and, they, and they'll send it to me like, oh yeah, I already applied for that. I'm good. Like, you know, like I'm, I stay on it. You know, I have to have at least a few applications, you know, you know, at least five, you know, a month to, to say, okay, I'm, I'm putting stuff out there. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm always looking for those opportunities. And then also, you know, uh, being hub certified now has really kind of opened up my, my awareness to uh, seeking funding from, you know, contracts, like trying to figure out where I can fit in doing, you know, for government contracting. Because so what I really want to start doing is trying to offer coaching services to uh, re-entry programs and, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, um, prisons and things of that nature and stuff like that, just to kind of see, you know, what opportunities are there, you know, just always keeping your eyes open for opportunities like i said you're you're going to have those challenges but those opportunities are going to come too so you just you just have to be open for them don't don't just always you know expect challenges expect opportunities yes. so so yeah that's i hope that answers your question but yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you thank you i just what i appreciate about your journey and, and the examples that you provide like even you see finding a connection, a potential mentor, and you reached out and see a lot of times, and I understand we all, we all have different starting points and our starting points inform our comfort and confidence. But a lot of people will say, I don't have a mentor. I don't have a mentor. I don't have a mentor. There's a lot of people who are willing to answer questions yep. for you, even yep. if it's just via email. So write that professional, you know, <laughs> right. introduce yourself you know, introduce yourself, you know, be polite. You can Google, you know, uh, suitable introductory or breaking the icebreaker emails to send via LinkedIn. If you're not comfortable and good with writing, like Google it, have a friend right. look at it, but reach right. out to folks because people are finding mentors on social media. You know, yeah. most people who are on LinkedIn, that's what they're there for to network. And that's all networking. It's just make sure you approach people professionally. But right. absolutely. Because <laughs> I, you know, I will say that even in reaching out to people about being on the show or just exploring collaborations, 
I've never most I I would say that probably ninety five percent of the people I've reached out to since I started She Confidential, I didn't know. I didn't know them, and I didn't have anybody mm-hmm. in common with them. Mm-hmm. And I have, hopefully, knock on wood, I have not had anybody be rude or dismissive. Now I have had some people, you know, decline to be on the show, <laughs> but I haven't had anybody be dismissive or rude. And so, mm-hmm. and even if I ask somebody like, "Hey, I want to talk to you about how you started your business and you know how you balance life and all these things." People are willing to have those conversations, especially other Black women. Yeah. So just shoot your shot, y'all. Like you said, like yes. you said, like Charlotte <laughs> said, y'all, listen to Charlotte. Like, if you don't have a mentor or you need to expand your network, it's always good to expand your network. Yep. Shoot your shot. All people Absolutely. can say is no. That's <laughs> right. It. And, and I mean, you, I mean, so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, okay, let's talk a bunch of other people. Let me send okay. the next one. There's so many people out here, man. It's like, and honestly, and I just want to say this, I stalked her a little bit first because I was just like, I don't really know what to say yet because I don't, I don't, I didn't feel like at the time that I was ready to approach anyone about, you know, being, investing in my business, but she had, posted something about a lack of diversity at a, at a conference that she went to and how she wanted to start, you know, planning something of her own. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm there. I mm-hmm. am. Let me, let me go ahead and just send her this message and let her know that I could be, I could speak, I could do a workshop, I could do whatever. Yeah. And that's the, for me, like people want to know what's in it for them too. When, when you're building relationships, don't, yes. don't make it about, don't make it about what they can do for you. Like, how can you provide, you know, a service to them? How can you help them? Mm-hmm. What, how can you contribute mm-hmm. to what they're doing? Because, you know, that's what's going to really appeal to them, you know, first and foremost. And so when I, when I reached out to her, I was just like, you know, I would love to be a part of, you know, whatever mm-hmm. projects you have coming up. You know, this is what I do. This is who I am. You know, take a look at my website. I just dropped another uh, podcast episode. Tune in. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would love to be a part of whatever you have coming up. And we set that up. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that you mentioned that you stalked her for a bit. Um, saying, y'all know we're saying that jokingly. Stalking, you know, it's, it's a bad thing and everything. But you you checked out. You did your homework. Right. Because it's so important. Like, I've had people reach out to be honest, she confidential that we're in no way a good fit. And it's like, just look at who's featured on the show. So, and you can figure out whether, like... So, but that lets me know that they didn't look at it or they they didn't know basic research. So before you reach out to anybody, check out their their platform, yeah, go to their yeah, website, sure. check out all their socials, um, see what's consistent, listen yep. to some of their episodes, their podcasts. You know, you want to make sure that this person has some values. You know, you can only discern based on what they've got out there, but make sure their values are in alignment with yours. You know, make sure if you're talking about a collaboration, like Charlotte said, like what's in it for them as well? Why does this make sense for you to collaborate with this person? If this person is a potential mentor, what do you hope to gain from that experience? What kind of value is there for you? And you learn that through monitoring, watching, do your homework. So that when you approach that person, you can say something specific. Like I saw your recent podcast episode and I learned blah, 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 blah. And I have some additional questions. Would you be willing to talk to me about X, Y, Z? So that's the template. Learn something about them. And when you reach out to them, you can reference it and tie it in to what your your area of interest is. But don't just see people and, you know, you think because they got so many followers or they got the blue check mark or something that they automatically are somebody that is in alignment with your mission and your vision and values. That's not always the case. Like people yes. got to do their homework on these yes. folks on these social media streets. Yes. <laughs> Everything you just said. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. <laughs> is there anything that you want to leave the audience with before we wrap up? Uh, trust yourself trust yourself trust yourself trust yourself trust yourself trust yourself and and you will you will never go wrong there is a gift in intuition trust yourself 
<laughs> Maybe. We don't have to do a whole nother conversation to talk about the gift of intuition. Because I got some stories. Oh my God. And as my sister would say, so it's noontime here and where I'm recording. My sister will be like, Charlene, it's too early for you to be talking about this shit. So we'll save that for a whole nother conversation. We're going to have to talk about the gift of intuition. Yeah. But yes, trust yourself, y'all. <laughs> oh my God, I love talking to you, Charlene. <laughs> I need messy sometimes, but... <laughs> That's myself. But yes, no, that that could be an entirely different conversation. So y'all, so what I have to say, to let the audience know. So Charlotte and I have been trying to schedule this like for, it's been some months now, but I had a hot water heater thing. Like it was just, y'all, life be life in it. So we had to reschedule. This was our third time rescheduling. But fortunately, We've been able to talk on the phone. I've been meeting yeah. like the coolest ladies recently that I will, <laughs> after we record, we talking for hours or we just talking on the phone. And so Charlotte and I, we've talked on the phone a few times and amazing. If you are not following, center me on Instagram. Y'all got to your, all of your work is beautiful. Thank I mean, you. just a beautiful page and the messaging is on point, just really uplifting, encouraging. And we need more of that. Thank you. you know, so we meet, need, I mean, life is not always, I'm not that person that's like positive vibes only because I'm like, that's, that's some bullshit because life really is not always right, right. <laughs> you know, life be life but right. we can always find hope and gratitude and things and, and I, and you have a, a beautiful balance of that on your page and in your messaging. So y'all definitely follow Charlotte at Center Me on Instagram and all the links for all the social media as well as the programs are going to be listed in the description box on the podcast platforms and on YouTube. Uh, so thank, thank you, Charlotte, for thank rescheduling you. with me <laughs> and for showing up for believing in yourself so that you can be there to service other Black women and be able to serve as a role model, help keep them inspired because it's about thank the collective. You. Like this Thank is the revolution. Yes, so, it is. <laughs> I am so proud of you and so happy that we connected. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.